Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Talk Entertainment and Art with me, the anchor, also known as Wetusonke underscore K on Instagram. It has been a while since I have been in front of the camera, but I have definitely been seeing the new subbies. I have been seeing the views. Thank you so, so much for your support. For our returning viewers, welcome. And for our new viewers, we hope you do enjoy this episode. And with me today, as we mm -hmm. promised you, we will always give you nothing but the best, and we have nothing but the best. I have with me one of the artists in Eswatini known as Nguiki. Nguiki Flexiano, of course. Nguiki Flex. And we will get to know who he is, what he's about, and hopefully he just might give us a little bit of what he's got. So, mm -hmm. Nguiki, who is Nguiki Flex? <clears throat> First of all, where to, I think you were supposed to be like, uh, introducing our guest today. We can still do that again. Um, yeah. I believe we can still do that again because if that's what the man wants, he will get so introducing. You know the coolest rapper in the kingdom. Not what I had in mind, but yeah. Yes, <laughs> so who is Nuggy Flex? And by that, Yo. I am asking your government name. Yo, my government. Why do you need my government? Because we know you are Nuggy Flex. I'm pretty sure some people do as well. But what yeah, we don't know is your government some, But anyways, I think that's something that we're going to cover in today's show. My okay. government is Tunumuzi Similani. Okay. Yeah. AKA Nuggy Flexiano. Flexiano Flexiano. The coolest rapper in the kingdom. I think I like Flexiano. modern day Picasso. Modern day Picasso. Yes. I'll get to that. Yeah. So what is it that you can tell about us in a nutshell? Who are you? What are you about? What do you like to do? What do you not like to do? Yeah, pretty much. I'm a creative all around, an artist. Mm -hmm. uh, I do music. I do graphics. Mm -hmm. I do all sorts of arts because I paint stuff also in my room. You paint? You know? Yeah. Really? Well, not like portraits, but I do like wall art. I'll, sh I'll show you some on my phone. Really? Yeah. Okay. My, my room looks like a hotel room, actually. Is it? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. how did you become Nuggie Flex, Flexiano, modern day Picasso? Ooh, okay. I don't even know. Like, I started rapping at like, I think maybe I was like 11. Started writing. Okay, wait. You know what I'm saying? To, I, like, I, I, I want to understand what artists mean when they say, I started doing this when I was three. At the first song I wrote, I was yeah, four. Yeah. I started rapping when I was yeah. 12. Because I remember, I think in an interview, Lil Wayne said he started rapping when he was 11. Yeah. What is rapping. your understanding of rapping when you are 11 years old? Okay, like rhyme schemes. Like pretty much rhyme schemes. Like at 11, I think uh -huh. that's where I literally know Guti. Uh, lime rhymes with time. Oh, you know, okay. I think I get yeah, it. Uh -huh. I can put it in a rhythm. Okay. You know, on top of a beat. Because mm -hmm. in class, we used to like hit on, on, on walls and stuff like that. And make lama drums, lama, deski. And the moment you can put that in a rhythm, even, even if it's random words, mm -hmm. put them in a rhythm, that, that means you can rap. What school did you go to? When? <laughs> Uh, let's when? say, because when you're 11 of... primary, so as Kalekwen. Uh, I think I was in Bumelelo Lab. Because I went to like four primary schools and one You went to four primary schools? Yeah. I skipped a lot. I think I was just a problem child. <laughs> I had to switch. Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot. Wait, you had to switch or you were suspended? I had, no, I had to switch because it got to a point like every, every, every couple of years, maybe like two, three years. Mm-hmm. I'd get to a point where I'm just less productive and I'm too comfortable. Okay. And my grades would like 
take a toll. So they take like too comfortable to the point where you would then turn into the class clown type of situation. Okay. Yeah, type of situation. Not excessively though, mm-hmm. like class clown like that. But I'd be relaxed with my with my with my work. Because so. what I'd like to get to is if you say that she started rapping when you were eleven, mm. I'm pretty sure there are certain factors in the schools that you went to that contributed to that to developing your rhyme skills and all of yeah. that. That's what I want to understand. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say the schools per se, but mm-hmm. the people that were at the schools. Okay. Yeah, because I went to school with literally almost a lot of the rappers that are in the industry right now. Really? Like most of them. Yeah, like the young cats. Some mm-hmm. of them are not well-known like that mm-hmm. and some are mm-hmm. that were but I, I went to school with those people mm-hmm. uh, but Denzel but Charles P Charles P in primary uh, Denzel in uh, in high school just mm-hmm. to mention a few yeah, yeah so those are the people we, we used to beatbox now but yeah, yeah but during free periods or what what you might call like break time uh-huh. last time yeah so those are the people that we you survive with and the schools themselves they they just gave us free free periods so we can so then they, just to fool around yeah. did you participate yeah. in any musical activities at school i once joined a choral i believe everyone went to choral yeah it was a free like you can't go through school and the choral uh-huh. So, so we can go on trips. <laughs> so we can go on trips. Literally. That was the vibe. But did but, you yeah. participating in choral sort of like shape you as an artist today? Yes, kind of. Because tones. I, I love singing. Even my music has some singing, rap singing type mm-hmm. of vibes. So I got that from choral because there were ranges. Uh, mm. but what was not in depth, yeah, I but not soprano, yeah, soprano, but bass in the back. So, those things kind of help me with my ad libs. Mm-hmm. I can turn up the pitches, you mm-hmm. know, switch it up a little bit. So, yeah, I'd say choral li- literally taught me that with music because it's it's answered a bunch of voices, yeah. It so is when you make a track, you also layer a couple of voices just so you can. So it's kind of in yeah, harmony, so it can be nice, uh-huh. vibes, yeah. and your family. Tell us about your family. My family, um, I'm, uh, I'm a third born, am I? Yeah, third born on my <laughs> father's side, mm-hmm. uh, second born on my mom, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it's the four of us, I have a young sister, and, oh, I have two sisters, a younger one and an older one, mm-hmm. and like two brothers. What? Oh, and I'm an older <laughs> brother, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm the other brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kulele Yeah, uh, I grew up in Sandla. Yeah. We moved to Scots uh, when I was li- when I was young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, but in Kulele Sandla, pretty much Sandla, Tembelile area, because we had the studio at Tembelile, had friends in Tembelile, so it was just because it's close by. So uh-huh. yeah, pretty much. And Mabani. what role did your family play in shaping you as an artist? As an artist, mm-hmm. they let me be creative. Okay. They let me. Okay, elaborate. I'm gonna tell you like like a, like once like one one thing my my parents did, like every time you you know like every time like there's an event at home, yeah. they're like yo kezani nya losia hamba going to the event. For me, it wasn't that case. They'd be like, look, do you wanna go? I'd be like, nah. <laughs> they like, let I, you run your yeah. own show yeah, and make I, your like, own I, decisions. I, yeah, uh-huh. pretty much. And I'd watch TV the whole flipping time. I'd literally watch your 
trace your what you want to call your MTV channel, oh, your channel MTVs, oh, mm-hmm. yeah 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 and I used to li- listen to a lot of Bauer, Lil Wayne, of course. Mm, of course. Um, but Chris Brown. Yeah, a bunch of music. So that's where I like, even got familiar with music mm-hmm. and stuff and all the genres and the styles of, of music. Because I, I spent time uh-huh. with TV. Yeah. Considering that I believe a lot of artists in the country have dealt with Logoti, one way or the other, our parents expect us to be lawyers, doctors, mm. um, mm. Firefighters, honestly, yeah. the one profession that came yeah. to yeah. me, or police officers. And when we say we want to explore a career in arts, it they tend to yeah yeah it, it, it. yeah it it's, sort of kind of sends chills down their spine. They're not too sure about it. Yeah. So how did you deal with that? Did that occur with your family? And if um, it did, how did you deal with it? Okay, I don't know. I, I guess. I was kind of lucky with it because mm-hmm. I immediately knew what I wanted to do. You know? Okay. Uh, especially with the art because I went uh, to, to Limco Queen for my graphics. Okay. I, well, I studied graphics like straight out of high school. Mm-hmm. I went in because I saw my, my eye for art. It, like I literally like took consecutive awards at school for, really? for what design and what art. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have certificates at home. So for me, it was like literally just clear. But then there was no graphic design at the time. So I was like, yo, what am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, luckily, Limco Green had opened, I think, just the year before I I applied. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I applied and uh, and I saw like on the prospectus, which there's this thing called graphic design. And I was mm-hmm. looking up a... Uh, if you like to draw, what, 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 what? I'm you like, can go into that. Thing. Yeah, I was like, this is my thing, and I got into it. Like, like there was no pressure because at first mm-hmm. I wanted to be a doctor, hey, but my sciences, you, <laughs> my sciences, not. I feel like my sciences have blocked out a lot of doctors. Facts, mm. facts, a lot of doctors. Facts, hey, I, I couldn't do it. I was like, yo, anyways. What else can I do? I'm really good at this thing. Mm-hmm. Let me do it. So you channeled your hobbies into yeah. a career. Yeah, uh-huh. pretty much. Yeah, because I used to draw like every day with my nigga Perk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I used to draw like for days. So what experience did you have as a graphic designer? Your earliest experiences um, while you were rather adjusting to yeah. the studies and all of that. What were your challenges? Do you know what was, what was crazy for me? Like, I, I was just passionate about it so much that at first, like, my reason of going into graphics just mm-hmm. was the fact that I wanted to do my own cover art also for my music. Because you... I had this plan which I'm going to be an, a big artist now. And you didn't want to happened. pay anyone to design your yeah, album but, covers yeah, and your posters. I didn't know anyone actually who did that. Okay. I felt like, yo, if I emailed someone in America to do that. To do it for you. Yeah. That I knew like that. Mm -hmm. And so, and so like, I just, I just did it because I wanted to do my own uh, logos, Mm -hmm. my own branding, Mm t-shirts. I just wanted to brand myself proper. And that literally pushed me because all of my assignments were my music. Really? Either stand still this or stand still that or wicked this or wicked that Mm -hmm. all the time. 
And I think the most interesting thing is the fact that you went into graphic designing wanting to design your own album covers. And not so long ago, we had Lyrical Buster here and he was showing us the... the boy. (laughs) He was showing us the album cover that they have for the joint EP that he did with his other fellow friend. (laughs) Sean Cass. Apologies, Sean Cass. Yes. Yes. And I actually saw that you are the one who designed that. Yes, yes, yes. And you have designed other posters as well. A lot, yeah. I designed a lot. Because my niche literally when I started was cover arts and event posters. That's all I How did. How does it everything. feel for you knowing that you wanted to do this for yourself and now you're doing it for, for more others. than you could yeah. imagine? Dude, it, it, it felt amazing because I was like, yo, who else can do it better than someone that actually understands music? Mm-hmm. Makes better sense. yet, someone that actually does music. So to me, it was like, bruh, I can just give me the song and I'll paint it. So what what is the process that you actually go? Okay, because for me yeah. personally, graphic designing paint guys like <laughs> more paint. We are it's just paint. You can do stuff. You can do stuff on paint. Like what is the process that you the actually process. go through to make sure we would see? You know when then when this goes out, Nwiki mm-hmm. did it. Um. Okay, I have a few styles per se, but my process. Pretty much, depending on what I'm doing, mm-hmm. I just need to understand it first and feel it. I, it needs like, like a you design. need to be in your yeah, in my mojo zen, my and go on catalog because mm, it has the design comes from inside. I cannot just take and take and then put together something mm-hmm. like it comes from inside. I need to feel it from my heart mm-hmm. in a sense. So when it comes to my cover art, and I listen to the music. You and listen it, to the music mm, before you design before I the I request cover. the oh, so it's, yo, please, can you send me this? Or can we listen to the music together so I can actually get a feel of how it actually um, sounds like mm-hmm. or what it is. And after that, I'm, I'm going to pick up a few things that I really like mm-hmm. and a few things. But Nakona, also there's, there's sometimes where people will suggest like a design or an idea, concept, mm-hmm. and then I have to depict it in an artistic and, you know, my own way pretty mm-hmm. much yeah so channeling from being the modern day picasso mm-hmm. you took your time in graphic designing built that side of your career for yeah. you and after that you went into music or you did it simultaneously i was doing it yeah simultaneously like the mm-hmm. whole time and how were you balancing things out um how like okay there's so many scenarios but but literally i would be working during the day mm-hmm. and i'd have a gig in the evening really sometimes i'd literally bring my laptop to the gig just to finish up some some work and then also <laughs> yeah, you would crazy. also do that during school you're balancing my assignments yeah okay i wasn't gig. i wasn't i wasn't getting gigs like that when i was in varsity okay i was just getting little gigs here yeah, maybe once twice a month type mm-hmm. situation because i was still building we'd host our own shows uh once mm-hmm. or twice a year type of situation yeah because i felt like i was just still building so mm-hmm. we were recording music and practicing and practicing mm-hmm. yeah but, and yeah like i never had gigs it was just a matter of of me doing my work my schoolwork the whole time i'd literally sleep at like 4 a.m mm. Yeah. Like all scholars, yeah. Scholar. <laughs> you know, you know the hustle. I know it's you know the definitely. Yeah. So yeah. when you, what's your earliest experience of recording? 
when you started recording your first song how was your experience with that yeah yo it was it was crazy it was do you remember what your first song was about yeah it was called fresh in my white tee i don't remember the words (laughs) but everyone was dressed up in white tees uh Wayne and baby influence you know Uh in fact the american culture influenced us on the white tee um was Lil Wayne your like where you drew your inspiration from exactly yeah i'd I'd say so Mm -hmm. i'd say so i think it was by default in our corner it's just that I used to hear a lot of music from him. I think there was no way that you could not hear a lot of music for him because even today, he is the best. Exactly. And I felt like, yo, if I'm going to look up to an artist, I'm going to look up to the nigga that actually puts out the most work. And changed the game. And changed the game. Mm -hmm. Influenced and he breaking grounds. He did. Records and all Mm -hmm. of that. So, game just made sense. I was like, yeah, I like this. This is nice. It's not too deep for me. Yeah. Yeah, well, and also it it's touching at the same time. It's real. True. And I was like, okay, this is this is gonna be my vibe. So when you started recording your first song, mm-hmm. what's the first recording studio that you worked with? Um, we did it ourselves actually. Our first, my first song, like a backroom studio. Backroom studio, uh-huh. literally in a hallway, um, in Tembelisha, some friend's house. Um, we had we had a friend. I think he was. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Hey, there's there's a, a lot. number of them. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Because literally, um, we had a we had a, we had a friend of ours. I think he was the youngest by. Uh, we were 16. He was probably like 13. Well, we were 15. He was probably like 12, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, when we started, and he was good with the computers. It was, mm-hmm. it was really good. He made beats and all of that. So once we figured out, it's okay. He can make beats and produce and use the softwares. Mm-hmm. Um, we literally just got mics. We, ha- we used to have like those mics. Like I think everyone started with those stupid ass mics. Yeah. Um, with the with thingy the here. thingy yeah, here. Uh huh. Yeah. So we put them up, hang them up on the wall like this, and started <laughs> rapping and started rapping and doing our thing. Uh huh. Yeah, and it we thought it was dope at the time, but yo, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. But you got it. Got the job done. Yeah. It I got, mean, it the got the us job into done. the game, and you know. We gradually mm-hmm. uh, upgraded. We got condenser mics and mm-hmm. all of that. Literally now, we just saw okay that we started out. We all have our own mics now, type of situation. I have my own setup in my room. I can literally just record stuff mm-hmm. and send it to, to 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 boss, to master, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then from the back um, room studio, mm-hmm. which recording studio did you then work with from there? Um, okay, personally, I've worked with a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, producers. I've worked with uh, Master Seth. Um, he produced uh, Summer Sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, um, who else did I work with? Oh my God, I'm forgetting these people. <laughs> did you not work <laughs> with eardrums? Yeah, that's eardrums. That's Master Seth. Master actually. Seth yeah, okay. I worked with mm-hmm. eardrums like Velega Kulu, but who else? Yo, I'm forgetting. guys. <laughs> How was your experience with working with Master Seth? It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I learned a lot, Lab. That's where I realized with your I've been Lala this whole time. There's mm-hmm. Lala because the quality, um, the setup, even yeah. the work ethic, it was mm-hmm. just different. Because the purpose is gonna span when we're doing it, it felt in the like room. like the real stuff. Mm, when we're getting in, in the, when we're working in the room, like best like patience mm-hmm. for the work. It, it also like if you put the ten times. And no one will tell say, okay, do it like this, do it like this. Mm, like you, you just, were learning on your own. Yeah, type of situation. So Lapa, he can sing, so it'd be like I said, no, try a higher note. Or mm-hmm. try 
lower notes mm-hmm. yeah, but all those type of things and it really taught me a lot and when you were working on e summer sauce because yeah. if i'm not mistaken it was out on channel o, right yeah, yeah how yeah, did that feel on, how did that feel for you because i feel like as a swazi artist it's a really huge deal when yeah. you have your songs featured in tv shows like yeah, channel o. international stuff like, like how did you feel considering the amount of work that you might have put into it yeah actually i put in a lot of work on that one yo 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 and it's it's really old. I think that song is about six years old. Mm-hmm. And it only came out, maybe it was like three years old when it came out. Really? Yeah. Like I had to, I was trying, trying to push it, like really mm-hmm. trying to push it. And yo, the channel all feeling, yo, it was amazing. The funny thing is, I, I never saw myself on TV. Really? Yeah. Like maybe on Like you got TV. a call or? Yeah. Like the thing is, I, I got people calling me, like. People that I've never even had a conversation with them. Telling like you that your yeah. song is on Channel O. Texts, telling me uh, <laughs> screenshots, screen grabs of that shit. Uh-huh. I'm like, yo, okay, And when you guys, actually saw it yourself, because okay. you know what? This is real. Like, is that me for real? Miami. Bang, 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 guys, are you sure? Are you sure? Nah, like, no. You're bluffing. You're not bluffing. Uh-huh. You're not playing with me. Because I understand. Because how? Do you feel like it deserved to be there? I think so. I think so. I think it did. You feel like the hard work it paid did. off. It did. It did. And literally, I never put any that amount of effort mm-hmm. like on any other project. That one, that one deserved it, like for real. Because yo, I spent money even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I literally spent some money, but it was well spent. And how yeah. did the partnership come to an end with you and Master Seth? It never did. Really? Yeah, it never did. It's just that. I like being all comfortable and shit now <laughs> with my shit label. Yeah, like I, I, I literally like working in my room. Yeah, mm-hmm. like literally inside a studio. Uh, okay, I, I worked with Bob Pasta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go to this to their studio. Um, I'm supposed to record some stuff with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that they were busy with the projects right yeah. now. So that's the only studio that I'm literally gonna be going to. From but you prefer on. working on your own. Yeah, yeah, because you know, like people have commitments mm-hmm. yeah, but that's true the whole day trying to figure out my music yeah, but you feel like you know what if other mm. people can't do it for you at the time that you want to exactly. do it you'd rather just do it on your own exactly and, and clearly then, you're able to mm, do that yeah but yeah yeah my last single is called the uh, last dance uh-huh. it's out on all social platforms and mm-hmm. all uh online streaming platforms mm-hmm. i literally recorded it in my room put the presets Send it to to boss. Boss was like, "Alright, we're gonna fix just here and here, but mm-hmm. you got it." I'm like, "Alright, I'm gonna be a producer soon." So you're able you know to do. Saying? But I think honestly, you never are able to get anything right if you don't mm. do it yourself. Yeah. Especially when it comes to your own work and your own mm. art, the only person who knows what perfect is is you. Exactly. The only thing that other people might do is compromise yeah. and try and make you True. understand that you can change this, you can change mm. that to in order to accommodate them. Yeah. But it's never really perfect for you. For, exactly. So I can say that exactly. I applaud the fact that you take initiative mm. and you take your own art and shape it into what you visualize it to yeah. be. Yeah. So right. it, 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 it it's Facts. really applaudable. It honestly is. Tell us about Standstill. Stand still, mafia, that gang, gang. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Hey, those are my boys. Those are my boys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a family. I just say we're, we're a family because we we got together through the love of music. Mm-hmm. Like 
it just brought us together. A brotherhood, like literally different people from different, you know, worlds. Mm-hmm. Were. But when we got together, we had this one thing in common and it held us together so tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd literally sleep in each other's houses. Yeah, yeah. Over the Have weekend. like a slumber party. Yeah, yeah type yeah. vibes. Yeah, boy, type vibes. Minus the pajamas and all, <laughs> and all of that. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, like heavy type mm-hmm. of thing. Even though sometimes because we did not have mentors mm-hmm. per se, so we were just figuring shit out. And it took us ten years to figure some things out. It took you ten years. Ten years. What? could have taken you 10 years to figure out like everything how to get the right sound how to actually record projection on the mic um been focused huh? been focused if you would allow something to take as, you 10 years no as focused as little kids would be <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as focused as little kids could be because mm-hmm. we had school also yeah, mm. and we like literally a lot of us branched out labanye bahamba bafunza overseas labanye bafunza bo essay and how did you maintain contact get up good over the phone it was literally over the phone laba overseas ish vele we couldn't do anything and then the but work essay would literally just go there huh umsebenti music wise ish cuz when i'm here it's, it kind of stops and like you're there it's it's really yeah. difficult to maintain consistency in how yeah, we do work. Exactly. That, that's what delayed us. Mm-hmm. Ten years, all of those. Oh, okay. Literally, lose five years to figure out our, you know, alternative careers. Mm-hmm. And we literally lost some time, but it also helped us work on our solo careers. Mm-hmm. I think it's about the time Nami I met Seth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bo, and I met other producers also that I worked with. Mm-hmm. So it was a, it was at that time because I feel like it was it was it was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so we can literally work with other people. So is it through standstill that mm-hmm. you were able to produce such quality music? Because we we've had the opportunity of listening yeah. to your music and the quality is remarkable. For real, ten years, So nyalo nje we just started. Really? We just started making mm-hmm. music for real, yeah. And how, who does it really incorporate, if you could name a few? Danjan, like... Um, standstill, Boban. Standstill. Okay, currently, I'd say Young Paus, mm-hmm. me, of course, mm-hmm. Perp the Boy, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying, CNX Boy 100, mm-hmm. uh, Stilo, but he's not an artist anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but those are the artists that I'd say I understand still at the and moment you that is how can i put this that is your reference point like yeah. with whatever work that you are doing they are your reference point exactly yeah they and if they say left to you trust their yeah. judgment yeah i do outside of yours yeah i do and what well, about there's going to be like a, a moment where i'm like are you sure mm-hmm. aren't you jealous of my shit is fire <laughs> yeah, well. but then i'll be like all right it's Alright, let's try what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work, yeah, we'll go back to the drawing board. Because we're going to sit down as well. And what about in my gigs? Gigs. Now, like, performing in front of a big crowd. Big stages, man. Like, how did that feel? Yo, never again. And how do you, like, maintain the le- le- vibe? Never because again, I think, I mean, I'm going to say, 
Beyonce was on drugs because of her. <laughs> 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 no. Apparently, she's on drugs because of the vibe that she maintains yeah, yeah, yeah. during her performances. Vibe, yeah. How did you maintain your I know, vibe? Drugs did not work for us. Drugs <laughs> did not work for us on stage. No, uh-huh. no. I don't know. Like the nerves. The nerves, bro. For me, I think they just got me so good that I'd just jump around on stage all over the place and <laughs> to get try lit. and just shake them yeah off. just exactly <laughs> so i'd get lit for real like mm-hmm. i'd get lit to a point where i would like just go blank and i wouldn't see no one i just see silhouettes pretty much you get to that point yeah because if you if i look at you and you're looking at me like that like, i thought you maybe there's that like one say. fan that you focus on with you have another son the son is having a good time no you're gonna going focus. to draw my energy from her the moment you see that one one that one <laughs> fan that one one yeah oh man imagine them looking at you staring at you like this like what are you doing <laughs> your night is over uh-huh yeah and imagine it's just that one person that's gonna ruin your day nah True. don't see anyone focus yeah, on you and no how one, it's you're just you feeling. it's just you and the music at the moment yeah and i understand that i think it's inevitable that as we build our individual careers we're bound mm. to have setbacks yeah. we're bound to have disappointments what was your most disappointing um experience as you built your career um was yo. it in a crowd that maybe did not woo as much as you wanted them to or was it in a low number of sales or streams? Yeah, I'd say that the low sales and streams and turn out turn out at shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one that I really feel like yo hit me hard was playing early at shows. Mm-hmm. M- my early days, yo, yeah. I'd open at like seven and no one is there. I type of vibes. Who am I performing for, yo? But, I, but I, I flipped it into a positive. How? I was like, except I'm practicing with a real mic and real sound. You'd continue performing yeah. even if there's no one there. Yeah. So I can learn how did how you to not cry it. or break down? Nah. Like, hey, how did you not? When you're getting paid, except. You're, <laughs> you're not getting paid for breaking down. <laughs> Come on. If you got a bottle there by the night, you know you're going to be late. Mm-hmm. Your friends are coming through later on. So you're going to chill. <laughs> I mean. It's not a bad, it's not as bad, but, mm-hmm. but li- literally, I would, like, kind of break down, but my breakdown wasn't, like, Nyakala, or mm. I'm just, I would, I'd be like, Excel, what's, what am I doing wrong, Excel? And you Maybe try. I need to, yeah. 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 And then times, you know, like, shifted gradually. Mm-hmm. My time, my time slots shifted gradually, and there was a point in time where I performed at, like, 12 or New Year's on my stage and I popped champagne for New Year's countdown. Mm-hmm. It was lit. And I was like, okay, I deserved this one. Yeah. yeah boy, I was here. Yeah, I worked. I worked. So every they time saw. you have like a setback, do you compare it to that one? Because you know what? Mm. And I actually got through that. So mm. this cannot rather yeah. bring me down in exactly. any way because I was able to get through that. Yeah. You know what? What, what I go by, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I literally fell in love with the process process of everything like process of life like understanding there's a season yeah, for everything exactly like enjoy mm-hmm. okay, no, no. no enjoy <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not that way but you know what I'm saying <laughs> but, but no accept it exactly, accept it it's okay yeah. no guys no we spent it's fine mm. we spent the money that we that we don't have now <laughs> it's not good to just vanish yeah, mm-hmm. 
and then what you do, you make it back. Yeah, That's well. true. You have to sit down, yeah. No, there's no one there. It's you. Yeah, well, yeah. And your work, whatever you, you gotta do, and you make it back. And do you have any personal favorite experiences? Oh. You, I have a couple. I have a couple, but Jim, on stage would literally be opening for this big act, MT for one. Really? Um, Pro Kid also. You I opened for Pro Kid? Pro, yeah. Yeah. Pro Kid. Yeah, R.I.P. Pro Kid. Yes, that guy. I opened for him. Um, I also opened both for Reason. That was recent. Opened for Bo Major League. Yo. Bruh, I've been on stages with these people. You have been. Yeah, I forget most of them. Yeah, I'll probably check on my profile. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I, I, performing with big acts like that, mm-hmm. opening, like it's me and then them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. And then yeah, in your graphic me. designing career, what about that? What are your personal favorites? Ooh, actually, there's a lot. It's not cool, no. Designing for your girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bit yeah uh-huh. yeah okay yeah that 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 also came naturally because i it, like i understood her business mm-hmm. the way she talks about it so much you, you were know, able I kind to of understand fell in love with it and i'm like oh, i say this girl uh-uh, that mm. with the graphics <laughs> yeah, boy, let's do it like this mm-hmm. yeah but that and working with corporates mm-hmm. i think the corporate gigs literally were groundbreaking and they taught me a lot on time and mm-hmm. Uh, time management and precision mm-hmm. yeah precision also I think the shows so I sad well. shows with this COVID mm. thing but yeah that was like it's literally therapeutic when I'm creating this visual what you might call <laughs> like this pa- yeah. I'm painting this picture for people to see and if it's not good enough mm-hmm. they will not be sold that's true. So I'm selling this event without it even happening mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, well, we organize it and then sharp, but but me, you are I going to, to sell it. The, yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm selling a random person long and naughty, and is looking at this thing. It's like shit. Because you've been designing for my posters, Abu Salani's, Nagnabo, Semi, um, and yeah, yeah, okay, not Solani's per se, but I've mm-hmm. done some shows at Solani's, mm-hmm. uh, designer, but mostly Swazi Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, deja vu stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I enjoy those, and 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 a bunch of my high. What did you call this? My freshers and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, I did a lot of freshers. You also. sound like you've actually. Do you feel like you have done well for yourself? I think because so. we may all I feel like so. you know what you've done well. You're doing yeah. good, but the most important thing is how you feel. As Personally, an artist, yeah. How do you do? You feel like you've done well Personally, for yourself. Personally, I'm I'm tired. I think I I, I can do something else. Now. <laughs> what yeah, is something I've done, else? I've, the, I think literally maybe what would bring me back or make me excited again is probably doing like a big gig. Not even mm-hmm. a big gig pertaining money, mm-hmm. but like maybe working doing a poster for Lil and even for free, bro. Really? That would be nice. Yeah. Okay, I feel but like, I, I think I the fact like, that you've done that would cement something in you exactly because i feel like i understand him in a certain way so i would literally just want to depict my 
perspective of him, like uh-huh. my perception of him. But you know, you could always do that and not without having him actually ask you to do it. Nah. You know, kind of like how Rasta like, paints oh, yeah, pictures yeah, without yeah, them yeah, asking yeah. him. <laughs> you <laughs> can do you that. need time for that. You need time for that. Man, and good things <laughs> take time. Look, like, you can live five minutes because that doesn't fucking green, man. That could actually mean something yeah, for you. True, true, true. But you feel like you've done well. Yeah. You've but I'm still, I wouldn't say like I've reached where I want to reach mm-hmm. in terms of milestone and and all of that. But I feel like so far with my experience, my five years, bro, yeah. like, yo, I don't think, yo, I don't want to even sound pompous <laughs> or anything like that, bro. But put anyone who has the same experience as me, yeah, like in terms of years, ish. They wouldn't match up, I say. So are you cooking something in the kitchen that we yeah, must be looking forward to? Yeah, I'm actually working on a couple of EPs, I say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Are you having any features? Yeah, I have a f- couple of features. Um, but perp. <laughs> but be easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but Lyrical Buster, but CNX. I'm working with J.R. also. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still going to hit up all my boys, I say. We're supposed to do something with King Terry. Um, mm. I need mosaic in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Agenda. So, so agenda. There's a lot to I look think, forward to. Yeah. Because I think I'll, I'll probably quit graphics if my music would. You think so? Yeah. And if and start say, doing graphics for free. And start doing graphics for yeah. free. And say, what if the graphics flourish? Would you quit music? No, that's the thing. I think that's the, the music thing. is a constant. Yo, my the music, man. Yo, it's therapeutic for me. Like mm-hmm. it heals me. It's like the graphics, ish, they don't really heal me like that. I'm just good. At it. At it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the music, yo, I struggle making it, and it's fun. Really? Yeah. I struggle. So that's why it's a constant mm, for you. Exactly. Always, always. It's healing. Like, I, I, I once did a song. It was a personal song. Mm-hmm. And the moment I released it, all the shit that I was going through, mm-hmm. it just went with the song. Really? Situation. Yeah. So it, it kind of feels like journaling. It's yes. just that you make music yes. out of your journal. Yes, in some mumble form. I tried journaling <laughs> the other day. Yo, I was trying it. And yo, I, I just couldn't write. I don't know what I was writing there. It, it didn't make, on, But it never really has sense. to make sense. It and never I, really has to make and sense. And the fact that I have to go read it again, to, I'm like, oh, yeah. do you have to read it? No, you Not can. Really. You can. Personally, I go through it again yeah. just to maintain progress. Yeah, for me, it was like, yo, no, this is going to take too much time. Let me just record a song. There's, there's something I'm thinking of doing. What is it? Because we do promise our viewers the best. Mm. And nothing but the best. Mm. Nothing but the best. I'd like to put you on the spotlight. You're a fan yeah, of Lil Wayne. Yeah. Lil Wayne, I got service spotlight. Yes, put him yes. on the spotlight. He will yes, give you what yes. he has. All right, babe. Let's go. What it is. <laughs> I'd like to put you on the spotlight. Let's sit in your fascia. Flexiano. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, let's see what, what we're going to do. What we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> um... Modern day Picasso. Mm-hmm. Flexiano. I'm like pasta with the sauce, but I don't speak Italiano. I do graphics for these rappers. I do verses for these rappers. 
I do favors for these rappers, man. I don't even know these other rappers, man. But look at my bros. Straight to the top. Yeah, that's all I have, guys. I can understand why you say that you had this rhyme thing going on when you were 11 because you really have it down. Yeah. You really Thank have you. it down. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you. I'm not so much, much of a freestyler, man. Check my music out on all platforms. <laughs> he definitely knows you know how saying? to put himself on the market. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for being on the show with us today. It has been a blast. Yo, and it's been a minute. I was supposed to be here like. Long yeah, yes. I haven't been in front of these cameras in a while. Yeah. In a while. No, so thank you so so much thank you for, for being me, here. It has been great. Yeah. And thank you so so much to our viewers. Thank you so much to Highlands Views for providing us with the set. And this is a wrap. Thank you from me to you. Why? Finally. Lovely, Yeah, it's it. Yo, it's just so good.